When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone. The best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Our holiday is over. It's done and dusted, as we like to say. Tut tut, Tatiana. But, Brian, how do we kick things off? We marked centre. We did. And we just discussed about how we're pretty thankful with it. We're not doing mornings anymore. No. I also told Gibbo how to improve his matches on uh, Tinder. Tinder. Yes. Told him to take a new photo. And also, uh, <laughs> we spoke. <laughs> Uh, about A grades. Yes, we did. We did. And don't forget as well, you can contact us anytime you like at Joel Fletch SEN for our social media. And Brooksy, our man, if you want to contact us via Herman SESE, a long, long winded message, best to do so via email. Okay, get your phone out. It's called Joel and Fletch at SEN.com.au. We are back, and the captain of calorie counting, my man. As Peacock says, Big Brain Fletcher. Bear said we call him. The affable Brian Fletcher is back. How are you, mate? Good afternoon, Joel. Good afternoon, listener. Good afternoon, the, oh, two, listener. Nath- the two Nathans. <laughs> now, it's been uh, – I'm not calorie counting. Why did you say that for? We have been. Today's been a big, big – Oh, yes. Today was good. Today I did – yeah, I went for a surf. I was pumping. Yeah. Water is just clean. Gosh, it's good. You did the Bondi Triangle today. You did the surfing. I surfed. Pilates. Pilates. Gym. Yeah. Gym. And you're looking sprightly. 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, 6.93 a.m. in Brisbane. Those on the Gold Coast through 16.20. Those on the app, those on the podcast. We say welcome back to you. El Capitano here. How are you, Brooksy? Oh, good. It took me a while to get back into the normal routine Mm. after a few things on Thursday and Friday. But, yeah, it's good to be back in that 3 p.m. AEDT time slot. (laughs) But this is what we're here for, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. This so's, man so's a here, listener. Like we've got back together <laughs> last week through breakfast, but it was only three. Three plus one's not always equal to four. This bloke here sets the scene. He's an overnight specialist, a national icon, and we like to call him Gibbo. Welcome back, young fella. G'day, lads. <laughs> How are we? Oh, it's good to have you back, boys. I love the summer hosts. I said just before, it is a bit like a summer fling. But as soon as the old love comes back into town, you all bets are off and you start going in. What about the license, the poetic license our man took, Gibbo? I, I saw that he was starting to produce. And so, for example, our man BP, Brett Phillips, mm. he's the doyen of all things volleys, volleys, um, backcourt, backhanders, all those sorts <laughs> of things. Well, he had the audacity to hide the temerity of the goal that when the professor and Barney were on, BP was being interviewed, big week, semi final week. Gibbo gave the instructions that they were not to mention tennis for seven minutes. And they achieved that, Gibbo, didn't they? Oh, they did it easy. They did it so well. Because, look, let's be fair. BP, uh, he, he's on a couple of the SEN shows. Uh, and I thought, why not? I've, I've got the license here. I may as well just use it. And it was actually quite interesting. We found out a lot about BP, what he gets up to in his spare time, what he likes to eat, what he likes to drink. Mm. And I feel like the listeners were pretty stoked on it. Okay. I, I did notice because I listen to it uh, uh, quite often. Just, you know, you got to keep uh, up with uh, current affairs. Yeah. I noticed you, Gibbo, on the show riding roughshed over uh, James and Barney on occasion. 
like just really getting in there and talking over the top of them. Was that was that uh, by design? Uh well, not really. No, I think yeah. Well, that is a fair point, Fletch. Uh, no, not really. I wasn't meaning to do that. Okay, I think no, no. I, just, I loved it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're a very hard duo to try and get into line. Yeah. Like they, you know, timings, reads. Uh, they they try and take you for a ride. So I felt like I just needed to keep them in line, and sometimes I had to. Come on air and tell them that. More Gibbo equals more ratings. Exactly That's right. what I'm hearing. 2023, boys, we're playing Ears Up Radio. So we're listening to the listener and uh, the call line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Is that all still thanks to our team? <laughs> boom, boom, says uh, Brooksy. Okay. Text line 0457-736-736. That's 0457-736-736. Lundy's on the text. He said, welcome home, you mad roosters. Uh, we're it says for... rooters, mate. Oh, does it? <laughs> Yeah, you've missed an oh, S. I, yeah, I need these glasses fixed again. <laughs> uh, how was your weekend, Brian? How was your break? Uh, yeah, break was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the break was really good. We're discussing oh, no, it. Yeah, but that was on breakfast. We oh, sort of, okay. We yeah, sort of yeah. got to go went and do it the the Went over to the States um, and took your advice. When you order, just halve everything so you can just share yes. it with everyone. Yeah. It was just the amount of food that we ate because they just pile it on, don't they? Yeah. Tell you what's a big go that I've – Discovered, um, I'm a wingman. Oh, yeah. I love buffalo wings. Oh, I love them too. He- I like ranch. Yeah. Can't get good ranch anywhere. Just like dipping those bastards in and then just <laughs> suck them off. Oh, it's outstanding. So there's apparently there's a wing joint down in Chinatown which, which just opened. It's called Wing Time. Oh, John suggested that there's uh, the trio, the Bondi trio. He said, uh, Joel, add in for Fletch today the foot and leg massage. Oh, yeah. At that tie joint in Bondi. Yeah. Were you spotted there? No, I'm, I'm always spotted there. Yeah, I'm always spotted there. Oh yeah, Johnny. Johnny wants a Johnny wants an A grade hat because he's quite he's good mates with Nash. Oh, Nash Rilla, yes. Oh, so, really? um, well, Nash rode different strokes to victory that great day. Yeah, but Nash was topical this week. Yes, and I, I need listener to inform us here. So I was keeping an eye on it on social media. It's A grade Monday, by the way. Mm. But uh, pundit racing pundit. Brad Davidson yep. found himself at a social media war, I'd like to call it, Brian. Yeah. Social media war with Joseph Pride. About Charlton? Yeah. Yeah. So Did you pe- see the race? I didn't see the race. Do you reckon uh, Davos had a little, a little bit on it? Well, most comments, I think, online, when it comes to the thoroughbreds, mm. there's an investment attached. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I know, I know uh, Brad was saying, you know, in other sports – criticism is accepted, but only in racing. I can't – I'm just saying how it is. I sort of get his side of the point. Yeah, I get that too. Everyone's just hammering. But then people are saying, well, Charlton hasn't won a race yet, but it's still won $300,000 in prize money. So yeah. so you won't tip it until it becomes a 58 start, mate. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go down that track. No. Have your say on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The Perth Scorchers, they are the champs. Yeah. you catch much of that, Brian? I just watched the end of it, the tail end of it, yeah. the good part. My man, uh, what's it, Connolly? Cooper Connolly. Yeah, he's a gun. Yeah, a little mullet as well, 19-year-old. We, we love him. Did we know he was a gun, Gibbo? No, nah, not really. I think no. he was heavily touted as a junior. He's played a little bit for WA, but I don't think anyone expected in front of 60,000 people at a big bash final for him to stand up like that. And mm. they were in a bit of trouble against the Brisbane Heat there, who, who came from fifth position, yeah. knocked off the Sydney Sixers at the SCG. It was a pretty good advertisement, I thought, for the Big Bash. Did you guys get around it much while you were on holidays? Well, I, I got around it this year only for the fact that, like, all the Australian players were allowed yeah. to play. Not all season, but that's why I gather everyone got around it. I for mean, sure. ratings ratings were huge. 
yep. for uh, for Fox Fox mm. Cricket. And uh, was it how sixty thousand there? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a sellout. Yeah, it was more, a record for Perth Scorchers. More than the Test combined. Yeah. Is that their fourth? Their fourth. Uh, championship. Fifth. 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 Yeah, back to back. Fifth championship, isn't it? Yeah, they're the guns. Yeah. Why are they so good? Because they're play most of their players don't play for Australia. Well, there you go. Fair. Like Ashton Agar, he's off. Lance Morris is off. But you look at their captain, Ashton Turner, Aaron Hardy, these are very consistent players. Don't usually play for Australia. Cam Bancroft at the top as well. He did play for Australia. So usually they get to keep most of their stars. And then Perth is just a tough place to play. Like yeah. we've heard Sock go on about how hard it is to play over there for travelling teams. So they win a lot of games at home, mm. and they've just got they've just got such a quality side. At this new stadium, does the Fremantle uh, doctor not? Because <laughs> no. that's all you used to hear about. Yeah. yeah. Remember right. at about 4 o'clock? Like it was open. <laughs> about 4 o'clock. No, no, they cross from the racing. Yeah. yeah. They wrap up the racing on Channel 9. That's right. And then they'd be back to the cricket. <laughs> but the doctor always came at about 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. right. So the doctor doesn't go, doesn't do house visits at NIB. <laughs> no, I think it's a bit shut off at Optus Stadium. But yeah, oh, they I need to love the doctor. <laughs> they they like, need to. Because uh, they'd say, right, our spinner's on. Here comes the doctor. Yeah, Wish yeah that's right. <laughs> Oh, that's are, a great memory. There was no stands at the Wacker. There was maybe one little tier. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the wind is a, still there, right? The dome, a coliseum. Yeah, the and wind why is it called the Fremantle Doctor? Who was was he helping people? Yeah, was he helping yeah. the spinners? Is that why they call it that? <laughs> that's right. It's a great name. We need to know that. Name. Why was it called the Fremantle Doctor? And, yeah. and by the way, if you can enlighten us on any other names like the Fremantle Doctor, mm. uh, let us know. We, we need to know this. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The coal miner is going to join us. So he's got a bit of a maths bingo game going on at the moment. We'll catch up with him on that. Scotty Sattler and Woogie Matthews. Yeah. So the great badge. Mow down, tools down. He's, down. he's hung him up. Yeah. He's going travelling. Yeah. He's going to surf. Yep. He's going to make a movie, apparently. He's going to make a surfing doco. So are we allowed really? to speak about yeah. Sats as uh, It's been announced, yeah. Yeah. The Batman to his Robin, or yes. Robin to his Batman, so to speak. Sats and Matt. Sats, Sats and the rat. Sats and the rat. Matty Rogers. That'll be good. That'll be great. See, this is what I was thinking about us. So, like Joel and Fletch, you know, I think because my nickname at school, other than Tripod, (laughs) was Spicy. I was Spicy. So I'm thinking Sugar and Spice. Yeah, I don't mind that. Thoughts? I just made that saying up there. No, I love that. And you know why I reckon it's really good, Fletch? Mm. Uh, you would remember a couple of years ago, maybe at the Melbourne Stars, there yes. was a player, Andre Fletcher. Uncle Andre, yes, from Jamaica. Uncle Andre. And he was nickname was the Spice Man. Correct. Oh, and I go. have I've seen you on the dance floor after a couple of sherbets, mm. and some of the moves that the Spice Man pulls is the exact same moves I've seen you do. It's yeah. in the family, mate. It's in oh, the family. Of course. Uh, boys, what about this? Oh, sorry, Sugar, you want to? No, no, no. What, what about seriously. this? Um, I think the last year, I was asking Dr. Mark when he called up about microdosing. Mm. And look what's happened. It's now legal. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. So it's it's used for mental health illnesses. PTSD. PTSD. So you can have a little bit of acid, mm. not too much, mm. and MDMA too. It's the future. <laughs> wow. So He's on a real doctor mood, isn't he? Fremantle yeah. doctor. Yeah. Dr. Under, Mark. Yeah. need a segment. I was just talking about that. Under the knife. See, I, I, in America... It's everywhere, mm. the ganja, yeah. the cannabis, yes. the marijuana. <laughs> but um, not so much the, the mushrooms are big over there as well. But over here, it's all it's all happening. Wow. So we've got to get into this market somehow. So did you notice when you went to America, and I asked you this last week, but it's different right. show, something no, else no, you no, <laughs> <laughs> The marijuana being legalised 
in New York yeah, or in America. Can you say it correctly? Marijuana. Marijuana. No, Juana. Uh, could you? Silent J. Juana. Juana. The Juana. Did you notice prolifically? Everywhere. Yeah. And I didn't know what 420 meant because everyone's wearing 420. Well, that's the amendment. Ah. So that's the right to, you know, bear arms. I think that's 461. Right. <laughs> the right to carry like a foilie in your left pocket is, is the 420. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere, everyone's smoking pot. Uh, Pedro the Rooster, the great Pedro. Do we hear from Bobby today? Bobby from Blacktown? Uh, let's find out. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Welcome back to Arvo, boys. If Bobby rings, tell him I'll meet him 3.45 a.m. this Saturday. Wrestle to death. <laughs> Says Pedro. So it's been a great, uh, real battle on social media. There's no doubt about that. Back to Arvo's boys. My life's back to normality. Yeah, the boys, says uh, Dunny. Sugar and fish, says John. Uh, info on Cooper Connolly. He's the current Australian under-19 cricket captain. Okay, so there's a bit of a story there for Cooper Connolly. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let's do this. Just before we get to you, Bobby, sorry, mate. We've got uh, Maddie from Collaroy, Plateau. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Plateau? Yeah. Pla- I call it Plateau. Uh, Plateau. He's text through and he said, boys, a Fremantle doctor is in reference to a doctor from Fremantle who at the turn of the century was blown into rocks by the wild breeze and sadly passed away. Oh. What a real downer, Matthew from <laughs> yeah, Collaroy. That's right. Oh, Matthew. Matthew from Colleroy. I, I think you need a little bit. I think he needs a little bit of acid in his diet. He needs to chirp up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, it is called Colleroy. the Fremantle Doctor because it brings relief on a hot summer day. It's called. It's great to have the band back together. Will there be a quiz, says Ash from Noosa? Mm-hmm. Not at the moment. No. What? Will, will, Imar has... Uh, has basically... They haven't re-signed for the yeah. new season. It's all right. It's open so we're to... looking for... Well, if you're if you are an opposition insurance company, get involved. I'm looking at you. UI. Yeah. Well, Matt, you, Matt, you, Matt from Collaroy, <laughs> Brian, Matt from Collaroy, right? Yeah. Has rudely interrupted a real media talent. This man. Oh, yeah. Sorry, mate. Let's sorry, go to this fellow. Sorry, sorry. G'day, Bobby. Yeah, good afternoon, boys. Joel and Fletch. How are you? Oh, going good, Robert. Going real good. Now, bo- now, boys. Tell me which sounds better. You've got to be truthful. Sorry, mate. We spoke about these texts too long. <laughs> Fremantle doctor's coming in. <laughs> Sorry, Do mate. Do we give him a go, Brian? Start the year? Well, we just got to get to April. <laughs> All right. I say no, but if you want to have the news yeah, later. give him a Sorry. go. Sorry. How are you, Bobby? Okay. Yeah, good boys. Now, what sounds better? You've got to tell me truthfully. Mm. The run in the morning with Joel and Fletch and Pedro the Rooster. Yep. Or the run home with Joel Fletch and Bobby Dazzler. What do you reckon sounds better? Neither. <laughs> Neither. Where, where are you angling? What, 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 are, what are you doing now? Let's talk about, can we talk about some, uh, some boxing? Boxing? Yes. Now, firstly, Fletch, your good mate, the Texan, I suppose he's going to be even your better mate on the 12th of March. You know why? Don't know. Well, I think Tim Zoo's fighting at uh, Allianz, isn't he, on Sunday the 12th oh, of March? Oh, right, yeah, for, yeah, sneaking into the box. <laughs> yeah, so I've got you into the box there already for the 12th of March, Sunday the 12th. Gotcha, Sunday the 12th. Will um, would, would that be night yeah. or a day? Uh, no, Sunday afternoon, so it goes back mm. to America prime time. Right, gotcha. Okay, now I'll speak to the Texan. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, if you want to keep talking about boxing, Liam Nielsen, 27 seconds, yep. that, that fight yesterday. What, what, how, he put the mouth guard in the wrong way. Can you believe it? The rest so had it out again. This was this uh, the young Aussies only had 13 fights, young Wilson, and up against the Mex- is Mexican. Yeah, young who? Aussie fighter. Navarrete. Yeah. What would you Liam say, Wilson? Wilson. Wilson! <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> what, is the, what is the rules there? Um, what is the rules with the mouth guard? Because I know everyone, everyone was off the bit saying... Well, we got put, a, he put it back in the wrong way, apparently. The referee spat it out again, gave him a few more seconds. So the WBO are now going to be looking at the fight, and this they call it a no contest. It's going to be rescheduled back in Australia later in the year. Oh, good. So they're currently looking at the fight. So that's, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, he was 20 to 1, um, young Aussie. Cu- a couple, 20 to, yeah, couple of other things, boys. Um, Matt, I noticed Matty White got Matty Johns on a Monday now. You still got Matty Johns on a Thursday this year? Yes, yes we do. Yes, correct weight. Of course we do. Matty's got to start correct earning. Weight. Matty's got to start earning that exorbitant contract he's on. <laughs> <laughs> he just hides and all of a sudden we're just finding him. He's going to be with Jimmy Smith Tuesdays, yeah. Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah. No, Jimmy doesn't work Fridays. That's, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And he's doing a special show with Carl Fays. Carl Fays Fridays is yes, called. Yes, yes. And he's also going to go into oh, okay. with Andy <laughs> Marr. He's doing Andy Marr Mondays yeah, that's right. and Gazy. Are you doing five days flex? Seeing Jimmy Smith doing five. Uh, no, I'm no, not. We'll take no. five hours off him if no, we can. No. Uh, good on you, Bobby. We've got to go, mate. We appreciate your Wait, time. One thing. Yeah. One other thing. Oh, oh, one thing. Yep. One thing, the test cricket. When the test cricket's on, you're going to be off, yeah? During the week? I'll tell you who's off. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there he is. Uh, it's Vince. He likes to the text line. Old three things. Three things. Bobby from Blacktown. This is the run home with Joel and Fletch. We're back. Plenty more still to come. The open line, 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. And it's all starting to be NRL news time, Brian. Yeah, and it was uh, we discussed a little bit of the Jackie Whiten and uh, Latrell Mitchell, but heaps more. NRL news update, all thanks to Anytime Fitness. We welcome Anytime oh, Fitness yeah. on board as well. Gotta Make go. your own rules, Brian, at Anytime Fitness. Yeah, I'm going to go do some. We can go anytime you like. Ben over rows. <laughs> oh, some deadlifts. Yeah. We, sh- we should in the segment, because it's a daily one, you give the listeners like a, a routine they can do Sally goes up. listening I to the show. I, d- I tried to that on Saturday night. Did you? At, uh, at the Horn household. Yeah. Had you had a few? Heaps. <laughs> I was shinless. So just for the listeners who weren't part of the program on breakfast last week. We'll find it. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll Dream pin it. it. <laughs> so there's a song going out there called Sally Goes mm-hmm. Up. Sally, Sally goes, goes Down. And you've got to stick to the push-ups. Every time she says Sally Goes Up, bang, Sally Goes Down. Try and get three minutes. I challenged the young blokes. I did it the other day. Did they get it all? No. 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 But they fit, when it was the down part, they found yeah. that the hardest. Very. Very yeah. much so. Nelson Asso for Solomona withdrew from the All-Stars game. Now, the Kiwis and Melbourne Storm forward Nelson uh, Asso for Solomona will miss Saturday's NRL All-Star clash after being bitten by a dog. Mm. Uh, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, the 26-year-old required surgery and stitches due to a dog bite on his hand, dog bite rather, on his hand on New Year's Eve. Asso for Solomona pulled out of the clash with the wound, reportedly delaying his return to full mm. pre-season training and spare a thought for the dog. This team is gaining is that considered up or down I'm, I'm putting it in the up he's trading the house up oh trading the house up yeah it's New Year's Eve yeah he would have yeah. a few shandies yeah he's and mucking around with the dog antagonising yep 
Okay. Uh, Joey Manu, uh, facial fracture at training in Queenstown. So, Joey was all in, but now he's all out. He'll miss the NRL uh, All-Stars game in Rotorua. Are we confirmed? Is it 100% going ahead now? Hasn't been cancelled. There's been press releases. Everything's mm. going ahead. Because we had Sats on the morning program, and he, he was very, very sceptical as to whether the game would push ahead. But anyway, hopefully... Oh, you mean for player well, strikes? Yeah. Okay. Is that all being confirmed? We're all good to go now? No, it's just Sats making stuff up. <laughs> I mean, we don't make oh, stuff no, up here. No, 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 we, no. We do our Hello research. Hello to you, Roger, two of us, Ashik. Uh, JWH, speaking about um, uh, hyphenated names, will also miss the annual event with back and hamstring issues. Ooh. Now, this text here comes from Jeremy. He said, hi, guys, re all-star games before grand finals. So this was uh, Adam Jackson was talking about with Jimmy Smith on his program that potentially, like the Super Bowl, once you qualify for the grand final, have a week off, allow players to... Uh, repair themselves, get themselves ready for a grand final. And that particular weekend, you could have the All-Stars match. But I think this makes sense too. He says, uh, All-Stars games before grand final. If your team doesn't make the top eight, would you want to play the All-Stars game four weeks after the last round? Or if you got beat in the prelim final, do you want to play a week later in the All-Stars game? I, I, I tend to agree, Jeremy. I think that players might have bundied off by then, Brian. Do you think? Yeah, but you're always going to get – yeah, there'll be some – Players that would, but that wouldn't want to play, but there'd be a heap, a lot more that would be keen to play in an all-stars game. Definitely. Do you reckon they need to incentivize it a bit more? Like it doesn't seem like that the play, the, the players are playing for passion mm. and just before a big season or at the end of the year, they're probably like, look, I'm, I'm out. What do you want? Monetary? I think so. Okay. okay. Well, let's, uh, let's think about that. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Don't forget at Joel Fletch SEN for social media. But Brian, we went sort of a blast from the past. I don't know how we got there, but we're talking Super League. We're talking about Chuck Mundine. That's and we right. came out and said uh, that he might have been getting a little bit extra money on the table. Oh, yeah. But then we had a few Super League stories of our own. And I said, So you're going to give us an extra 30 grand? Just to sign this piece of paper, and I went yes. So we all we all just did it. Didn't even ring our managers. No, nope. didn't ring anyone. So I'll never forget. It was at Henson Park. Just went beautiful. So just clear. I'm just just to be clear. I'm getting thirty grand for extra nothing. for nothing, doing the same thing. <laughs> yep. I said why? Because you know we we just like you. Beautiful. Basically, I was turning twenty one the following yeah. week. Then on Monday, I get a phone call from the manager. Uh, yeah, listen. Oh, Super League all broke. Oh, all no. broke. Uh, Canterbury want to speak to you. 150 grand sign oh, on, da da da. Oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I signed the other Friday night, yeah. well, I've signed for the NRL for five, <laughs> ARL for five years. Oh, no. That 30 grand went. Yeah. It's been on me 21st. We got no. a bus down to. We got a bus. We all went to dinner. Then I got a bus down to Cronulla. Did you? Or Carmen's or something. Northies. And I never had a credit card. No. I didn't even. Have, I didn't have like a debit card. Yeah. And I remember, someone said, "Put it on a debit card." Yeah. So, <laughs> I put it on and it all went. Oh, no. I know. I got a car. I bought a car too. Did I you? I bought a little Gemini. Did you? That the muffler was too short. Was that a Ford? What? Wasn't it? No. Um, oh yeah. The Ford Gemini. A Holden. A Holden. Hyundai, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Nice uh, giver. Sorry, a Hyundai yeah, Gemini. Yeah, yeah. And the muffler was so short <laughs> and it was a hatchback that every time I drove over like an hour, yeah. it, the fumes, the whole oh. car just, it just was like CO, whatever, CO2 yeah, yeah, coming yeah, yeah. in. It was rank. <laughs> so then we had to extend it out and it was just, oh, it was a shit box. Then there needs to be 
there actually needs to be a Super League. You know how Channel Nine in the past they've done the um, how's that the yeah, cricket documentary. They've got to they've got to do a Super League one. There'd be so many stories yeah. like that little adjunct of you, <laughs> yeah. you your little Gemini, yeah, whatever yeah. brand it is. Well, the Fletcher character, <laughs> the cameo. What about this amazing. one? Yeah. What about so Matt Sears and Craig Field are cousins? Yes. So they go up and. Sorry, they go in together d- down into um, the ARL headquarters and go upstairs and they separate them and they're cousins. So mm. they, they obviously know each other quite well. So they sign with the ARL and Cece, I don't know the number, but it might have been 500. Yes. They get into the lift, they're coming down and Cece says to Fieldsy, this is unbelievable. Look at this, I've got to check for 500 grand. And Fieldsy went, what? <laughs> Fieldsy was on four, Fieldsy got 400. I'm just yeah, yeah. spitballing here. Went upstairs honestly asked for another hundred grand, said, listen, CZ just got a hundred. Where's mine? And the bloke went, oh, Joyce, go on. Yeah, signed it off. <laughs> Gave an extra hundred. Oh. That was true. But is, didn't – so Chimesy's looked after you and I in the past. Yeah. Uh, the great Steve Gillis. Yeah. And I loaded to Chimesy. He listens to the program from time to time. Is it true that he got his start through the Super League war? Yeah, pretty much because he was a journo. He was a journo and yeah. they, they were needing somebody to, to act on behalf of – the players. The players. And he had the great, well, that's his story, the great Keith Blackett was his first. Yeah, Parramatta player. Yeah. <laughs> but the stories, you know, I've heard stories uh, of the Canberra Raiders. Yeah. And I think I'm not speaking out of school here. They were playing the Cowboys and all of a sudden at midnight, they got the call. You've got to go into a, into the casino. Lachlan Murdoch, was, Lachlan Murdoch was there and they just all lined up behind each other. Laurie went first, da-da-da-da-da, as Laurie was walking out. This is... Don't know whether this is true or not, <laughs> but don't yeah. put, don't post this nah. everywhere. Oh, oh, here we go. Nah, as he was walking back out and he yeah. was coming past Clyde or yeah, Sticky yeah, or yeah. all the guns and just he just asked for what you want. Oh, wow. And then off you go. Ta-ta, That would have been good. Western Web. <laughs> and, and people were buying weird stuff. The great Robbie Mears bought a, I'll never forget this. Robbie Mears? Robert Mears, yeah. Robbie Mears cash in. He was at the Warriors, wasn't he? The Chooks first. Did he cash in on the Super League? Yeah, and, and he I, bought I, a giant bed. I don't forget. I had to help him put it in at Roscoe R- Robbie Street. Mears. Robert Mears. Really? Little blonde head from – he's in the um, police now. Isn't Mate, it? I saw Robbie Mears only the other day. He – he um, he's like – not body sculpting, but he's into like – he's he – <laughs> Hello. Look, no, Hello. No, mate, he, he, he looks fitter than ever yeah, before. I, I think he's in the uh, TRG, if that's still going. Yeah, that's right. Well, I don't know if I'm meant I to say cool. that, but anyway, I think, yeah, yeah. He's allegedly. Raptor. Anyway, he bought a giant bed, like a huge one, yeah. like triple king, and he lived Great in a little one, one better at uh, Roscoe Street and it didn't fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes. these are all little Super League uh, <laughs> add-ons. So there needs to be a story. You could do one every week for a whole year, yeah. stories on Super League, honestly. What did you What did you buy with your Super League? Mate? Yes, yes. A I Gemini. T- I told you what happened to us. Short. So they said, to the, they said, let's grab the five – Best Dragons juniors. It wasn't St. George Leroy at the time. And in the end, they just said, right, oh, Lance Thompson, the late Lance Thompson, he got 80. So they had $100,000 mm-hmm. with the intent to give 20 to the top five Dragons kids. Gotcha. And the club just said, nah, 80 goes to Lance, and we shared the rest. Yeah. Five grand each. Awesome. But that back then. Yeah. Lance want... turned up the next day with a green, bright green he, Hyundai Elantra. Was he Hyundai, actually? Oh, Hyundai. Yeah. 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 I would have bought a. Tucson. <laughs> yeah. If I had had the money, I would have bought a Tucson. Yeah. From yeah. I would have gone to see Calvin Lou down at Uncliffe. Yep. And said, Calvin, yep. hit me up. Yep. You would have been 30 years ahead of your time. That's all right. A lot of people. Calvin that, Lou would have been in primary school. The, that's one of those things. So <laughs> I wonder if, yeah, the, the car dealerships during Super League, they just would have. 
been frothing on NRL. Oh, hello, Newman. The ones near leagues clubs. Yes. Would have killed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Auto Alley. Would have... What What else would have been big? Tarot Cash? Uh, red Light Districts. What are you, what are you looking to? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, the poker machines. Oh, this, this, oh, this is a good text here. Um, this is from Shane. Pretty sure the ATO would be interested in Chock's comments. I don't think it was folding. That's what I'm reading. Yeah, he's probably being paid it, but outside the cap, I yeah. think, is what he's probably saying there. Yeah. I was going to say, ET would have heard this eventually, going, the Sharkies yet to win a grand final. 97. Oh, yeah. You reckon a few of those Sharkies boys that grew up at the club, like, going, what's doing here? Yeah, does, you can't does, really. Does it really. Oh, oh protest. Is it, yeah, is, it a, is there a. Oh, hot Melbourne go, Storm. Yeah. Go, go, go. Hold all Do you reckon we. Protest. <laughs> what do you what do you think about those? Well, this is a question Apples. for Brydens. Yeah, is there a statute of limitations <laughs> on Premiership windows? What are your amendments over there in yeah. America? What's that? Oh, the four twenty. Yeah, the four twenty amendment. The 420, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Mitch from Robinson said that Laurie bought Queenian with his Super League money. Yeah. <laughs> Too smart. But that 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 was the pocket absolute. Well, pocket. he signed a seven year contract. Did he? Ah. Wow. Seven. Wow. Good on you, boys. Your former teammate and my former teammate, mm. the great Robbie Mears. Roberto. He's listening to the program. I said, you should call in. And I said, is the Fletcher story true? He's yet to reply. Yeah. Um, he did. He bought a double bed. But Huge it, bed. King size. <laughs> it reminded me. He was one of the best sneak goes from dummy half. Uh, every time you'd play, yep. the opposition, watch Mears from dummy half. Yep. They'd watch him, but he would still score. Yep. He was such, he's such a good bloke and a good player. So he coached Brian the Harold Matthews Western Suburbs team. Yeah. Because he's from Campbelltown, isn't he? Yes. He they won the grand final. Wow. And also, too, he's the a little fun fact. He's the nephew of the great trainer, Kim Wall. Correct. Correct. There you go. Uh, Segway. Yes. Conrad trialling next Monday. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You've given up on different strokes. No, nah, he's just getting fat for four months. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. It's going to be a bit like us. Are they both sort of in the game still or they're geldings? Uh, they've both been gelded. Have they? Yep. So they're not in the game. Uh, keep them game. coming through. Hey, boys, surely someone used their Super League money to buy a brand new uh, 32-inch TV from Brashes. That would definitely. have happened. <laughs> yes. TVs, TVs. And I'll tell you the big go. Yep. I never got around this. Gold chains. A lot of players Back were Back in the day, was yeah, it? Yeah, a lot of players were buying gold chains, even with little footballs on them. Really? Yeah, shout out to you, Rico. Uh, so, <laughs> boys, Tugger Coleman tells the story. He cashed in on Super League 2. Playing for the Gold Coast Seagulls, Tugger signed with the Super League and was poised to play for the Rams. When the ARL won the first court injunction, which upheld the loyalty contracts of clubs, Tugger then signed with Western Suburbs and was getting both oh, contract yes. money from the ARL via the Maggies and also the Super League deal. Tugger retired. The time Super League eventually got green-lighted with the Super League money, put an extension on his house and put in a bar, which he aptly named Rupert's Bar. <laughs> yes. That was Daniel from Prairiewood. Very good. Tugger, Very good. Tugger's a listener of the show too. Yeah, of course he is. They all are. Uh, have you say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to do that. Uh, heaps of texts coming through. We appreciate uh, those as well. McHugh writes, Super League gave the Broncos Friday night games 8 p.m. free to air. Yeah. Seven... <laughs> Day turnarounds, all thanks to the third-party agreements, and it's still going today. How many years later? Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch, and it's great to have the A-graders back, Brian. Oh, it is, and we've, uh, we've it's been a while, but this probably sums it up. You're an A-grade if you're doing man-cad from Mitch from Robinson. I agree. Mm. 
On the run home, it's time for Monday A-Grades, with thanks to Country Trucker Caps. Just a bloke and his missus producing high-quality and customised headwear. Thanks to Knuckles and the team once again for their support. Now, Brooksy, it is half-time. Can you share with the listeners, take them behind the curtain. It's our first half-time of the year, halfway through the show. What were the instructions you gave us heading into the well, second half? I was quite happy with this first half hour, first mm. half of the show mm. being the first time we're back on afternoons. Mm. So I was just like, just keep going boys. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Mm. This ears up radio is working. We're yeah. up at half time. Just yeah. keep it going. We'll get the two points by six o'clock. Great start to the season. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Quite, I'm quite pumped. Yep. So am I. Uh, keep them coming through. So A grade Monday. This is A grade Monday with the A grade cap to give away. Thanks to Brian who'll uh, announce that knuckles. And uh, mm. I came up with the Z grad. I wanted to start on a positive note. I spoke about Delilah and playing white tees, the um, Tommy Higginson, who did a wonderful job there. But does anyone want to lead the charge boys as far as an A grader is concerned? Well, I've just got one here. For, it's not my one. This is Brett. Uh, lads, welcome back. Twice this summer in our games is an A grade. We have fallen victim to the dreaded man cat. This is his team. Pity the rule doesn't exist in our district. Would either of you blokes attempt it? One bloke was on 90 and the other was on 80. Uh... I would never attempt it, no. I, I wouldn't I've, attempt it, but I've got to say this. I'm I'm supportive of the man. Stay in your crease. Stay in your crease. Yeah, we'll just warn him. But why just warn him? Just, just stay in your crease. The, the guy's running at 100 miles an hour. I know, but it's not. It's a bad way to get someone out. Like, it takes no skill. But it takes it takes no skill to stay in your crease until yeah. the bloke's left the ball. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, but... Gibbo, you're, you're the doyen no, of the willow. Mate, mate you... you you know what? Well, what what say so that they can just run halfway down the pit? At what stage? It's like giving people up. I hate give ups. Yeah, but I hate it, give ups and thieves. No, that's not like giving people up. It is. Just let him play the game. Get him out. Be the better bowler. Yeah. So, so in a hundred meter final at the Olympics, just take off whatever you want. No, like, well, that's not. No, that's not. Why? You can't put that in the same you box. Can. But they're not guaranteed to run doing that. Like it's yeah. not like they've got to yeah, come they're back. They're not guaranteed to run. Well, if if he blocks it, he's got to come back to the crease, right? You know what I mean? Like at what point are you out of line? Like are you basically beating the ball down there? At what point? Oh, it's I, not hard to keep your bat in the bloody crease. If you're taking a piss, get the warning. And then if you get done again, fair mm. enough. Yeah. But you need a bit of context here. If this is first up and they've gone, how's that? And it's not no. a warning. Then yeah, a Fletcher's poll. Let's get a poll on this because I'm raging or massive. I, I don't. I personally <laughs> wouldn't do it. Well, right? but you're, yes, you are. You're, no, I, I can tell but, you're doing it. No, because... I wouldn't do it. It's not my go. Well, to don't do it. say you're going to do it. No, I'm, I wouldn't do it. But I wouldn't also have any empathy for a person who got out by trying to cheat and take off. Okay, the run. Well, all right then. What about? At that level, there's a bit of ball tampering going on. You know, you're picking the seam or you're, mm. you're, you're getting a little bit of advantage as a bowler. Mm. Use your skill to get this Derek out. If he's man-catting, <laughs> say, see you later. Okay, let's go. Uh, I've got one for you. So yeah. rugby league, mm. if you're standing at the 10-metre line and you see the other team um, encroach over at a kickoff, are you going, that's a penalty? Off, 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 off a kickoff. Yeah. So you're, the opposition team's kicking yeah. off and yeah. they're going over pain, the line. Would him? you be like, that's a penalty? No, no, that's a penalty to the referee. The trainers would. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I'm saying we, if we you're playing, penalties. not but trainers. If, no, if, if you're, you're offside, if you're offside off the kickoff yeah. and you get penalised, again, if I was a referee and they were a metre or two off, I'm not going to penalise it. No. But if if they show the replay and you're offside, you're offside. It's not that no, freaking hard. But that's what I'm saying. If you're the opponent, if you're one of the players on the other side and you're complaining to the referee going, they're offside, they're offside, would you mm. do that? Because it's sort of similar, right? 
because you've got control yeah. of the the ball, so you can do stop in your action and, and do the man cat. My answer is the same. If if you want to try and fudge a little bit, yeah. and you get busted for it, bad luck, Chuck. That's that's so, what yeah. I think. Gibbo, yeah, so. what do you think? Bad luck, Chuck. Joel, that's what I think. Absolutely, yeah. mate. If if you're taking the Mickey, you're gone. And if that's how you want to get your wickets, I like it. I don't. So you've got to play the game. I don't. Yeah, why? Yeah. You bowl because if you can't get him out or her out, um, and you this is not a, this is not a, it's Resorting not in the sport. Okay. Oh. All right. Then then further to Brooksy's analogy, mm. just bowl a bouncer. Should, should, should there never be a kickoff? Sorry, a penalty from the kickoff hey, plays hey, offside. Hey, this is your argument. <laughs> no, I'm not bringing any rugby league. I'm so, not bringing any rugby okay, league. Okay, Brian. So, so if I'm five meters offside off yeah. the kickoff, yeah, are you just no, no play on? Are you okay with that? No, I'm not okay with that. Why? And I cheated too. And you, I'm going to put it in in forwards. Yeah. Uh, terminology. You break from a scrum yes. quicker. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, why don't we put it on the on the um, responsibility of the umpire then? We the umpire do. should call it a short run. We do. Right. You you went. You know, if he if he takes off. Yeah. And he gets up the other end, mm. short run because you left before the ball was bowled or the action was bowled because mm. that's the rule. Umpires <laughs> or – but the question we was, would you ever raging. do it? No, the question yeah. is, would you do it? I would I, never do I it. I would never do it. I mean, I didn't get to cause your shield level <laughs> by doing that. <laughs> I would never do it, but I don't feel sorry for anyone who gets out that way. I don't feel sorry for anyone who gets penalised for being offside. We need another poll on the poll. What are we calling it? Oh, poll on the poll. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it just a straight up poll? Yeah, well, it's not massive. It's not raging. Or massive. No. Yeah, but just give the Neither listener. What? Why was it raging? Because there was a horse called Raging Pole who got up with the last thrust. Last thrust. Yes. We're not allowed to talk about it because no. our boss Hutchie said, you know, <laughs> he doesn't like the lowbrow humour. Likes no. the highbrow humour. <laughs> doesn't like no. the lowbrow. That's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy? Well, that way, many polls going? A lot of give-ups on this line. <laughs> oh, yes. If the bowler can keep his foot behind the line, the batsman can too. Fitzy, you're a give-up. You know what? That's a very good analogy, Fitzy. So what if they get out and you're a little smidgen over? No, Brian's off chops. There's no doubt about that. Welcome back, boys. A-grade nominations, the old news, the Joker wearing the 22-embossed jacket mm. after winning oh, the yeah. AO. Well, he actually wore it before. Yeah. So that A-grade. would have been massively A-grade. Discuss for the run home, says the Budster. Well, I think the Budster might be a debutant. Good on you, Budster. Mm. Well, get this in your face, Budster. Yeah. Uh, this is my A grade, and I couldn't believe this is happening. So, Budster, he's not discussing. He didn't even listen to what you no, had I to say. But anyway. It was good. Yeah. He's talking about the Joker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, this is the audio. I nearly fell off my uh, – nearly choked on my Nutrigrain this morning or yesterday when I heard this. Uh, Gibbo, take it away. This next story should serve as a warning to boaties and motorists alike. Make sure you are filling up in the right place. One unlucky person thought they were filling up their tank at a service station in West Pennant Hills, but they were only pouring fuel straight into the boat's fishing rod holder. Like, this bike, all right, it cost him $536, this bike. When do you realise there's no way, so that would mean the tank, first of all, would have to be a 400-litre tank in this boat. A New South Wales fisherman has made a costly mistake. So he filled up his boat. He can't be a fisherman. What an idiot. This bike has never, ever fished before. If he's put the... The nozzle. Please be one of our listeners. Oh, or do you know them? Please, <laughs> please tell me they know them. Give them up. They're getting 30 hats. Yeah, please. We're giving – that's our stock. So how do you not smell it, first of all? 
how do you not see it? So it would just go straight, <laughs> straight onto the deck of the boat, and then you could it'd be filling up. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. <laughs> so he put two hundred thirty six. 230 litres, and it cost him 600 bucks. They had to call the uh, fire brigade to hose it down to dilute the fuel. So there was the call out as well. Please be one of our listeners. It's amazing. Please, please. If it's you, please call us. One three hundred oh one eleven. Is that the A grade of the year? (laughs) Because then we saw the footage of it just spilling out. No, no. So it's not like A grade. Is a big. This bloke's just an idiot. He's just an idiot. Well, <laughs> Facebook users, they've they've gone to him. Uh, That's been largely scathing of the stupid mistake, but others have defended the move, saying they've done it themselves. Well, you're an idiot too. It's more common than you think. I can see the diesel in the petrol. That one. I've I've done that. You've yeah. done that. Yeah. Unleaded. You know, yeah. you got to do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But when you're jamming that nozzle and you can smell it. <laughs> And then so, you're standing there because you're not allowed to do that. Remember in the old days, you could put that little flick and walk away? Yeah. They've stopped that. Yes. You got the fast pump on the diesel too. Maybe oh, yeah, he's, he's flagged that. He's just jammed it in. By the way, you know how it clicks itself out? Hmm? How does it know to do that? Because uh, it backs up. Oh, it backs up? Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. The backer upper. <laughs> gotcha. You can feel it. There's sensors everywhere. Yeah. BP, they, they brought that in. Um, <laughs> so... Phillips. Yeah, he's with it. So this bloke is an idiot. <laughs> he's a terrific. You idiot. have to be an idiot to do this. Oh, that's fantastic. So just for the listeners who only caught the back end of that story, Brian, yeah. somebody was filling up their boat. Well, if you haven't heard it, yeah, let's have a listen again. <laughs> this next story should serve as a warning to boaties and motorists alike: make sure you are filling up in the right place. One unlucky person thought they were filling up their tank at a service station in West Pennant Hills, but they were only pouring fuel straight into the boat's fishing rod holder. The accident was not cheap. It cost nearly $600. Firefighters were also called and quickly cleaned up the mess. The video of the ordeal has gone viral online. Nearly 2 million people have seen it. Can you go full newsreader voice for that particular story, Brian? I don't think I... Oh, you're, you're meaning like that? Oh, yes. that sports reporting? Yes. Not like that, like, <laughs> with the inflection. Yeah. Uh, was that him in the background? I could just loosely, oh, faintly hear him saying, Petrol. Was that him? <laughs> was that him? <laughs> saying, was that him just saying, Petrol? <laughs> I think it was. Oh, I could yeah, just... Yeah. You can imagine the conversation. Like, he led with unlucky. One unlucky. It's not unlucky. <laughs> imagine them putting the auto cue down for the news. And, hey, Marge, are we still running with unlucky? <laughs> yeah, unlucky, okay. <laughs> I can only think that... <laughs> We're not going to go with idiot. No, okay. <laughs> I can only think there was two dudes, because, you, you know... Generally, fishermen go out together. The the the, the gun fisherman has gone in <laughs> Got to get a lasagna topper, <laughs> while his mate, who's never been fishing before, he just said, well, "Just fill it up." And he's probably in there going, "Mate, how long is this bloke taken?" Because the nozzle wouldn't have been back in. Yeah. So and then he's getting his new idea out. He's just reading. He's getting People yeah. magazine. He's looking at Homeboys. <laughs> just look at the home blokes. Because if you're the guest, you sort of try to go out of your way to pay for the petrol. So, <laughs> so he's probably just thinking, oh, he's just out there going, I've got number five, mate. Yeah, that's Still yeah. going. What's going on? Oh, okay. He's up to 600 bucks. He probably ran out. <laughs> Old lasagna type, I probably ran out and said, mate. <laughs> mate, it's going in. I don't know what's Man, going on. Do you want your wee spa? <laughs> <laughs> and then, he's, then he said to the bloke at the counter, oh, mate, don't worry about the lasagna type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, right over, Joel and Fletch. Keep your A grades coming through. One three hundred, <laughs> oh, no, one eleven seventy.